food pantry organizations are pushing Congress to pass a new farm bill they say is urgently needed to deal with growing food insecurity. The current farm bill expires September 30th. Programs like the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP, that provide grocery funds for low-income families are at risk if the farm bill isn't passed. The Emergency Food Assistance Program, or TFAP, is also at risk. This program provides the food that food banks distribute to communities in need. Allison Taggart, Program Director at Integrated Family Community Services, told Number 7 that the food pantry in Englewood saw about 800 families a month in 2018. That number has increased to about 1,500 families a month. According to Denver 7, TFAP has stocked 30% of the food at the Food Bank of the Rockies over the years. But that number has dwindled to about 13%. Food banks across Colorado are struggling to close the gap between need and funds. The Farm Bill was signed into law by President Trump and is to be renewed every five years. Boulder Fire Rescue extinguished a fire on J Road and Sunnyside Place Tuesday morning. The fire occurred at approximately 8 a.m. and no injuries were reported. Boulder residents were asked to stay clear of the area while police investigated the cause of the fire. The investigation is still ongoing. Two former Colorado sheriff's deputies are facing possible criminal charges after being fired for excessive force violations against a man in their custody. KG News' John Kellen has more. The Los Animas County Sheriff's Office has confirmed that the two deputies were fired late last month. The firing of Mikhail Noel and Henry Trujillo followed an investigation that found they repeatedly used tasers against Kenneth Espinoza while Espinoza was handcuffed. The investigation also found that the two fired deputies did not accurately describe what happened when they filed reports on the November 20, 22 incident, according to the Pueblo County Sheriff's Office. The case began when Espinoza's son was pulled over on a traffic stop. Espinoza had been following his son in his truck, and he pulled over too to see what was going on. At first, the two deputies ordered Espinoza to leave, then told him to stay. According to the official investigation, the deputies falsely claimed Espinoza tried to hit them with his truck, then resisted arrest before he was handcuffed, taken to the patrol car, and repeatedly tased. The investigation further said neither of the now-fired deputies tried to de-escalate the situation and is recommending a criminal probe. Meantime, Espinoza is suing the Los Animas County Sheriff's Office for not properly training its employees. For KGNU, I'm John Kellen. The Denver Police Department is investigating the fatal shootings of two unhoused people they say might be connected. The shootings occurred on different days last week. Denver Police spokesperson Sean Towell said in both cases, callers heard gunshots and contacted the police immediately, leading them to believe the shootings happened right about the time they were called in. At approximately midnight on Wednesday, Lluvia Robles Bañuelos was found dead on the South Platte River Trail. The following Saturday, Jeremy Hutchison was found dead on the same trail at approximately the same time. The department said neither of the bodies were found near homeless encampments. The department asks that anyone with information regarding the shootings call Metro Denver Crime Stoppers.
The Regional Transportation System, or RTD, has given Boulder $650,000 for an expansion of transit systems in the Gun Barrel area. The on-demand flex route will provide transit for a 4.4-square-mile area in Gun Barrel and unincorporated Boulder County. Karen Warminghouse, Senior Manager of Transportation at the Boulder Chamber, said the route will make transit more accessible for over 9,000 employees and 11,000 residents in the Gun Barrel area. The flex route has been in the works for two years, and RTD will provide funds for the service from 2023 to 2026. A black bear was spotted on the University of Colorado Boulder's campus yesterday. KG News' Zach Thompson has more. The bear was spotted on the corner of Colorado Avenue and Folsom Street, in a tree by the Engineering Center. The university's police were on-site at around 10 a.m. and cordoned off the area. The bear remained in the tree throughout the day, forcing an area closure on campus. The university's police were waiting until later that day when students weren't around to attempt to scare off the bear. At dusk, the bear climbed down from the tree and left the area. For KGNU, I'm Zach Thompson. Student loan repayment begins in October, and Attorney General Phil Weiser issued a warning to look out for potential scams. The best way students can protect themselves is by ensuring they are logging onto official websites and contacting legitimate entities. Loan interest started accruing September 1st, and monthly payments that are missed between October 1st, 2023, and September 30th of 2024 could be considered delinquent or referred to private collection agencies. A new roundabout law takes effect in Colorado on October 1st giving large vehicles using the traffic circles the right-of-way. Under the new state law, trucks, buses, emergency vehicles, and recreational vehicles longer than 35 feet and wider than 10 feet are classified as large vehicles. Drivers that violate the law can be fined $70. The bill was passed earlier this year and signed into law by government Jared Polis in March. Other than the new addition, roundabouts will still function in the same way. Cars must yield to traffic that is already navigating the roundabout and enter the traffic circle when a safe gap has emerged between cars. For weather today, Boulder and Denver will experience a high of 80 degrees, partly sunny with a slight chance of thunderstorms. Fort Collins is expected to experience similar weather conditions with a high of 80 and potential thunderstorms in the evening. For KGNU, I'm Yvonne Olivas.